I, uh, I was browsing through Reddit earlier today, um, and there's this post with these, this giant bird eating spider on it, and I hate spiders. Um, mm-hmm. Or I just, I, I just fundamentally disagree with spiders. <laughs> um, and there was a guy that, of course, chimed in in the comments who was like, I'm a spider person. I study spiders. Here's a bunch of information about this spider. And I was thinking like, first I was thinking like, man, this just sounds like my own special version of hell, like a world in which <laughs> I have to study spiders every day to like live. Um, and then it got me thinking like, wouldn't it be interesting if there was something that was just like so awful that like no one was willing to study it? <laughs> so it's just like this like black hole of knowledge because no no one is willing to dedicate their life to it like no matter how necessary or beneficial it would be to study it's just too horrible it's just too horrible (laughs) like no one can do it there's not that like i can't think of anything maybe that's the nature of the beast though it's so horrible we can't even think of it but i i just don't think it exists like if if there is something worth studying that we are aware of it will get studied yeah for one reason or another People are into some freaky shit, so someone will always be willing yeah. to study the, the weird stuff. Yeah. Hello, this is Together Alone, a dating advice podcast by two people who probably shouldn't be giving anyone dating advice. I'm Olivia Forehand, and I'm married. I'm Henry Roberts, and we've been over this. So you know how um, when you're doing these like uh, video calls, you can have, and like like YouTubers and stuff, they, they get to have like, a green screen backdrop and they can put like the game that they're playing in the background it's like oh i'm in the video game or like if they're doing like a news bit there's like the place that they're talking about in the background they can, they have like all these magical powers yes i i've been thinking about it a lot lately because i have tons of zoom calls um for all my classes since we're all in quarantine and um one of my professors really has risen up above the rest because in every call he is either wearing a he's bald but in in every call he's wearing like a different wig one time he was wearing a bald wig on top of his bald head which was really great um and lately he's been experimenting with different zoom backdrops because you can put custom backdrops so in our last call he was uh dressed up as kenny from south park and had like (laughs) south park in his zoom background incredible stuff um and i've been kind of jealous because my the media output is this podcast and in podcasting you don't get to have like a green screen behind you that you can put goofy stuff in um so i don't know i I guess like you could what do podcasters get they get like it's all audio right so we could add sound effects spring (laughs) a laugh track a laugh track what's that it's the ring of a bell there's a child on a bike outside oh the sound of children's laughter. Olivia, I'm assuming you're inputting bring, bring. all of, just, No, no, no. Not with your voice. I want you to <laughs> add them in in logic afterwards. No, no. It's just going to be me like doing all of the sounds. <laughs> all right, fine. But <laughs> like laughing in the distance. Add, <laughs> add it in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, what's that? It's raining. Oh, you can hear the rainfall. All the kids playing outside are soaking wet. <laughs> but you're not. You're inside and warm next to this roaring fire. And then this, yeah exactly except instead of it sounding like you coughing up a bunch of phlegm it sounds like a roaring it sounds fire. like a fire yeah um i think that would be nice i just feel like we deserve something 
some I can't just tell pizzazz. everyone to imagine that I'm sitting in South Park right now, you know? Just imagine People's me. People's imaginations aren't that good these days. Imagine me, but with a lot of jelly beans behind me. That's one that Matt found. Just a ton of jelly beans behind it's you? It's just jelly beans. Hmm. Okay. What's the sound of a jelly no, bean? No, 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 no. Tell me, tell me more about this jelly bean world. Are you in a room that's just full of jelly beans or is the whole, like, is, you, is all of existence other than you jelly bean? I hope it's not all of existence because I like So we're to things. assume that you're sitting in a room that is just, just a stockpile of jelly, of jelly beans. You know, like a ball pit? Yeah. But jelly beans. God, that would get sticky. That would get really that sticky. That would get so sticky. I wonder what the acoustic quality of a room that's full of jelly beans would be like if it would enhance your podcasting at all. It would probably be bad. Yeah? Because they're not very absorbent. Like I don't know. If it's a room full, they, they're probably a little absorbent. I feel like it would make everything sound really tinkly. Like yeah? Tinkle crinkles. Tinkle crinkles. Yeah, okay. I, I was picturing kind of like one of those rain sticks where you flip it and it's like... This is the part where you add a rain stick sound. So just add that in in post. Sounds just like my fire. Again, don't don't cough up phlegm for the <laughs> sound effects, please. Should we start publishing? Should we start like recording the, these video chats <laughs> and just say that we're like, you know, like Joe Rogan and like uh, your mom's house and all the successful podcasters, they do that, right? They just put them up on YouTube. Yeah, though I, I guess normally when they do that, they're like in the same room together. What we need to do is um, totally redesign our rooms so that okay. they're identical. Okay. And then we can just like stitch the two scenes of us recording separately together and it yeah. look like we're in this. Do you think any of them do that secretly? Like, I think if you watch that 200 episodes, you realize the host like never reaches across the table to like where the other person is sitting, like secret webcasting conspiracy. They're actually, they've actually never met in real life. They don't even or know who they're talking to. They're, they're a uh, parent trap. They're both, who is it? I want to say Lindsay Lohan. Is it Lindsay yeah. Lohan? They're both yeah. Lindsay Lohan, except <laughs> one of them is wearing a bald wig. I used to think Lindsay Lohan was actually twins because of that movie. Yeah, I think a lot of people did. That, was, that shit was wild. And then someone said that it wasn't. And I was like, how? Of course she is. There's two of them. There's you can see her in the I movie. Seen, I seen it with my own eyes. You could look at them. There's two of them. You really think movie would go and lie to me like that? What if the first 20 minutes of this was just you? If I wasn't recording and it was just your audio. <laughs> it's Lindsay Lohan all over again. You duplicate my audio, cut up the bits, rearrange them. I'm having a conversation with myself. There's two Henrys. Perfect. I don't need you anymore. Cool. It's I'll just, just a podcast with me and me. I'll just step away. I'll let you take it from here. Is there... Wait a minute. Did we just find a new niche? Is there, is there a single podcast where a person talks to themselves the entire time? Well, there are podcasts that are just... A person. One person talking, but that's not what but I said. But not conversing. <laughs> conversing with themselves. This is that hmm. podcasting green screening that I've been looking for. Do you have a Dear Abby for us? I do have a Dear Abby for us. <laughs> um, It's really interesting. I don't know. We need to get, I'll get some perspective 
Okay. Well, we'll put your head together and my head together and my head together and the three of us will figure this out. Okay. So it says, Dear Abby, I've had an 18-year-old girlfriend for six months. I'm 24. She's a sweet girl who's caring, thoughtful, and respectful. Every day typically goes well, and we never argue about anything except for when it comes to her health. She is terrified of dentists and doctors. I used to be as well, but I have tried repeatedly to make her understand that though those situations can be scary, it would be worse if she has to go to these places when it's nearly too late. She refuses to go to a doctor or dentist office with me to watch what I experience. She says she'll receive vaccinations when it's time, in quotes, um, except for the flu shot and other non-essential shots. She says she'll go to the dentist when her teeth start to hurt. Her logic is, I'm doing fine without this stuff now, so I'm okay. I am trying to be as patient as I can with her. I have tried to explain that her logic sounds like, I won't wear a seatbelt because I haven't gotten into a car accident yet. I'm afraid I will soon grow so impatient with her ignorance that I break up with her. I don't want to be with someone who can't take her own health seriously. What can I do to get her to come around, face her fears, and acknowledge that her health is incredibly important? From taking care in New Hampshire. Tell her that you don't want to be with someone who can't take their own health seriously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> I just, it's interesting to me that someone who is that old still has those, like, dentist and doctor fears. I feel like that's something that happens when you're a kid, and then it should be your parents that get you beyond that. Yeah, there's a couple different ways to kind of interpret this. It, it, it's probably best that we take it at face value and when, assume that when he says she's afraid of them, he's she's literally afraid of them. Because, I mean, if if I was seeing this but I didn't know that it was a fear-based thing, I could just as easily assume it was, like, because she doesn't have good health insurance or because, I don't know, some people just genuinely, unless they're having, like, a health crisis, would prefer just to handle things on their own. And it's sort of mm -hmm. a tricky situation. Like, when it comes to your health, it's you, your health. It's your body. So if you want to go and get seen a bunch, then go and get seen a bunch. And if you don't want to do that just because you don't, then that is your prerogative. Um, one tricky bit there is vaccinations because you're risking you know other people's health due to herd immunity if you're not right. getting the proper vaccinations. But a lot of those you get younger, so she may already be good there. I don't know. I, um, I know a lot of people who go years without seeing medical professionals and mm -hmm. I don't think it's done out of fear but rather just because it's their sort of preference and they've had the good fortune to not need it um, right now that might backfire on them down the road who knows life is clearly unpredictable um but I I don't know I he the right the writer for this frames this as entirely like her problem that he needs to find a way to fix and i think it's actually a little bit of both sides um if he can't accept her preferences here then maybe he just like like you said at the end just needs to <laughs> be clear about it and move on yeah what do you think well it's interesting they've only been dating for 6 months so why how often does this guy to go to the doctor that he's thinking she needs to go more? That's like, so true. <laughs> like, unless it has to be like once, right? Like he's gone once and is like, "You've missed your one appointment." <laughs> right, or like, unless they like started on the subject and then she's like, "Oh, I never go," and then it, that just like really bothered him, so he keeps bringing it up. That but, sounds like, more likely. 
because you go to a doctor like once a year and you're supposed to go to the dentist like twice a year so maybe he was going to the dentist and she was like i hate the dentist and then that got their conversation started but that is very it's like dude you've You've only been dating six months. Like, maybe this isn't your place to try to tell her how to live her life yet. Yeah. But also, I don't know. Like, I don't have insurance right now. So I don't I haven't been going to the doctor. I haven't been to the dentist. And I think so I'm kind of agreeing with her that, like, yeah, if my teeth start to hurt, then maybe I'll go see the <laughs> dentist. But until then, I'm not going to go spend the money on on a clean you know what i mean so yeah, i'm sure are, they're dentists well if we were friends with any dentists i'm sure they're like no no but like you know matt he doesn't go to the dentist hardly ever and he's never had a cavity like maybe in his childhood but yeah. some, people some people just, people have, just really... have those good mouth microbiomes and so maybe she's just a healthy person and she doesn't see the point i think that Maybe the issue is when it it's actually a fear and it's not just like, oh, I don't want right. to. Like maybe she had a traumatic experience or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Abby, let's see what Abby said. Um, she said, your concerns about this girl are valid. There is help for people who are phobic about doctors and dentists, but only if they're willing to acknowledge there is a problem, which your girlfriend is not. If you were ever to decide to start a family together, you certainly wouldn't want this behavior passed on to your children. In my opinion, you should end it now because it's a deal breaker. Yeah. If it's a deal breaker, then it's a deal breaker. I figured out how they're going to get over this doctor fear. Okay. Lay it on me. I'm He's ready. He's going to... You have to do some role play. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy doctor costume. Your Done. Solution, your solution to doctor-based trauma is to bring it into the bedroom. Yeah, but in like a sexy lab lab coat with like a trauma can be reincorporated into sexy how come there aren't sexy male are there sexy male doctor costumes i've seen so many sexy nurses i was really curious if you were going to end that sentence with doctor or with costume (laughs) (laughs) are there sexy male costumes i don't think i've ever seen them sexy male doctors Hmm? perhaps oh not i don't think sexy i think they're just like they're just doctors uniforms and then you take them off and that's what makes them sexy or you wear like one of those old timey what do you call it it's like the metal disc that you wear strapped to your forehead you know what i'm talking about yes and yeah you yeah have yeah, like yeah, the yeah stethoscope and you're not wearing a shirt um i'm i'm texting you a picture right now oh my god it's like a guy he's in tidy whities he's not wearing clothes and an open shirt he has he has an american like red cross on his tidies so yeah, sexy doctor. How do you be a sexy dentist? You don't. <laughs> you just don't. We will create a sexy what dentist are we costume. About? <clears throat> <laughs> um, how to face your dentist fears? Ah, uh, not this. <laughs> Definitely not. Jury's this. out. Olivia supports it. Henry doesn't. Write in. Let us know. If you support sexy dentist and doctor costumes. Send us your pics dressed up as a sexy dentist. Please. We need to know how this works. We know you have time on your hands. Root through your closet and find all your sexy dentist gear and send us the best photo you can manage with it. We'll post it on our Instagram. Or we won't if you (laughs) would prefer that. Uh, So why why don't we do some more green flags? I enjoyed those last episode. Okay. Yeah, because everything sucks and we need a little bit of a 
of an upper green flag when he has a sexy dentist costume. When he owns a sexy dentist costume and I'm not scared of dentists. I, that would be a red flag for me. Is it a red flag or a green flag if you go to their house and they just have a like a closet full of just sexy occupation costumes? It's, it's it is a is it a informational flag. <laughs> it can be red, it can be green, whichever just, you prefer, but it is a flag of information. Just duly noted. Yes. I accidentally made your face very big. Um I need a sexy computer technician to come show me how to use my computer apparently. I'm on my way. A geek squad, but make it but make it sexy. What's a sexy podcaster outfit? The only thing that makes a podcaster sexy is if they have like a sexy voice, which I'm trying to do. <laughs> I think the secret is a lot of sexy costumes. It's just like the normal outfit, but then you're also very attractive. But you just have a good, hot, muscular yeah. body. If you think about it, even like the well-known sexy costumes, like sexy nurse, it's just tight fitting clothing and tight fitting clothing is just saying, I have an attractive body. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, it's the real secret. Um, green flag. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if they're not afraid to make decisions, just like day-to-day -day decisions, like where do you want to go eat tonight? It's good if, if they are, uh, if they tend to leave an opening for you to make the call. But mm -hmm. if they're also not afraid to make a call on stuff like that, that's a good, that's a green flag. Yeah. Like, I, there's nothing worse than the, I don't really care what you want. Well, I don't care what you want. Well, exactly. and then that you should... get frustrated. And you're like, yeah. somebody pick something. Yep. So, yeah, when someone can just be like, hey, I want Italian food. And you're like, exactly. sweet, let's just, just go do that. Just be assertive. Just do it. Um, Green, green, good green, 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 green. I think a green flag is when their house just is not a complete pigsty. Oh, yeah. Like, sure. it's okay to have some clutter. No, nobody's nerfed, but um, if there's, like, dirty dishes everywhere, like, that's not good. I guess that's a red flag. But flip side, if it looks like they actually just keep tidy, at least a little bit, that's a good thing. <laughs> good job. That's a good thing. Um, another green flag is if you guys have uh, varied opinions on little stuff and similar opinions on like really big ticket items. Um, mm -hmm. Just because I think like if you're going to be compatible in the long term, you need to agree on some like fundamental ideas. Um, yeah. Be it like politics, religion, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then it is, I think, much better if you have sort of varied interests and likes and dislikes and opinions and stuff on, you know, more non-essential things. Yeah, it keeps Unless things you just interesting. Want to date, like your clone, in which case, chase your bliss. How would you go on a date with yourself? What do you mean? Record yourself and then me and play me are back. About to do that yeah, you get off this call. It's gonna be great. The best date you've ever had. We're really going to hit it off. So, Henry, do we have any write-ins today? We do. Hello, fellow aloners. Oh, that's fun. I like aloners. that. Hello, fellow aloners. I need tips for how to know if someone is flirting. I am apparently clueless at determining this, as friends always tell me after I walk away from a person that they were flirting with me. 
I'm a very talkative person, especially when alcohol is involved. Did you put especially in here to trip me up mm. <laughs> and tend to read everyone as similarly friendly and talkative instead of noticing when people are flirting? Are there signs I should be looking for? Topics I should gravitate towards or away from? Indications I should give up and accept the forever alone life? Thank you in advance for your thoughts, Ellen. So good of you to write in, Ellen. I have many thoughts. <laughs> uh, the first is that Aloners is an awesome uh, Name. way of addressing everyone. What do you think, Olivia? I think that they're definitely flirting if they get out their sexy doctor costume. If they get out their sexy doctor costume, that's when you know. That's when you know. Flirting. And that's the only way you know. And not any point before that. Many people are still waiting years in marriage for the sexy like, doctor. Where's that costume? Confirm, confirm their suspicions. I'm pretty sure he likes me. We're married. We have 12, 12 children. Um, yeah. But I haven't seen that doctor costume. Don't this know what's is, up with that. This is tricky. Um, and I'm not... I mean, it's, it's a theme of this show, but I'm not good at this. <laughs> um, I am an extroverted person. Uh, and so... I can frequently come off as if I'm flirting with mm -hmm. you when really uh, that's just how I'm functioning. Henry's um, constantly flirting with me, guys. Constantly. Back constantly. off, dude. I'm married. <laughs> so I, uh, I have trouble. I have trouble determining in the short term. Like, if you're at a party and you've met someone new, are they flirting with you or are they just chatting with you? I find that mm -hmm. kind of difficult. I find um, over the long term, though it can become really obvious. Like if you get to see them a couple of times, you can kind of tell if they're flirting. Is that what you? I, so yeah, I think that, I think that flirting is all, it's all intentional. It's all attentional, right? So it's, it's all revolving around the attention being mm -hmm. given to you. Um, we all come to expect sort of like a certain level of attention from people based on how close we are with them. Um, and when you suddenly find yourself receiving a lot more attention than you would expect from a person based on like your connection to them, then that should be like raising flags in your mind like, oh, why is this? And it's not always that they're flirting. It can be like a laundry list of things, including just like, oh, this person seems to just be very extroverted. So this may just be them being them or like they're nervous in this situation. And so they're trying to release pressure by just talking a bunch at me. Um, or it can be they're trying to flirt with you. And then it's like, okay, well, how do I differentiate what type of attention this is that I'm receiving? Yeah. And I think one good indicator for that is how much of the attention that you're receiving from them, how much does it um, actually involve you? Like how much of what they're saying is, and like the, the attention, the energy that they're directing at you, how much is it like about them and how much is it about you? Um, and I okay, think that yeah. if... if 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 it if the scales are tipped towards it being more about you, then that's a good indicator that this is like flirting, that they're trying to get you interested or and that they're yeah. interested in you. Like, are they talking all about their cars that they've been collecting because they're a wealthy magnate and they have fifty thousand cars? And eh, maybe they're just talking. Are they asking you all about your personal Zen garden and how your bonsai trees have been doing? then it's more about you, right? And if, if there's more of that kind of energy, then you have to ask yourself why. And the answer may be that they're flirting with you. Right? Yeah, that's definitely a good first indicator. Um, 
sometimes though you just want to be somebody's friend so you just want to know about their bonsai trees right um and something that i always read in like the teen magazines and stuff which you know normally you shouldn't listen to but it does it did kind of say like if someone is purposefully like touching your arm or making like physical contact L- with little you physical contact and yeah. i do think that 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 holds some truth like you normally if you just want to be someone's friend you're not going to be like touching them on the arm but I think that uh, com- like piled on top of talking about you, talking to you, trying to get you involved in conversations. That's those two together can definitely absolutely indicate the old wombo combo. <laughs> indicate some flirting. If they look at you and say, "Hey, I'm flirting." <laughs> wow, amazing stuff. That would be man. If everyone could just do that. I don't know I if that would be good or be not. Ended. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. That's true. But like, it would just make everything so much easier. That's true. Yeah, a lot like, more straightforward. Hey, I'm interested. Oh, neat. How did uh, little high schooler Olivia and Matt flirt with each other at first? Oh my, oh my God. We were in the same geometry class together. Classic. And Matt straight up used to make little tiny, tiny paper balls and throw them at me. Playful teasing. Mm-hmm. And he was what sixteen, and I was fifteen, so it like felt kind of ele- like young and elementary yeah. even then. But at the same time, I was like, "Well, he likes me throwing paper right. balls at me." Like he's giving it was you pretty, attention. It was cute, but it was like, of course, I pretended to be annoyed by it, but really, right. I was like, "Ooh." If 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 you were extroverted and you like to talk to people a lot, then if you're in a group of f- friends, say. You're probably going to talk to each of them sort of equally. They're, everyone's going to get kind of an equal distribution of attention, right? Mm-hmm. So if, say, you're in this group of friends and this person is giving you a lot more attention than you think you otherwise deserve, <laughs> um, then there you go. Like, you're being singled out for some type of reason, and the reason could very well be flirting. Okay. Um, so just kind of start thinking about what they're what they're doing, like the contents of what they're saying to you. Um and I, that's kind of like what you're saying where he wasn't like teasing everyone in the classroom, right? Right. He's just doing it to you. Um, yeah. It's, it's all in the attention. True love, baby. Um, and then I, in the, that's kind of like short term. And then you, it's even easier, slightly longer term. Like if you guys have been hanging out in groups for, or like, you know, if you work in the same office space or whatever, if you you're having constant contact with this person day after day or week after week. And you can see this is not like a one-off thing. Like this has Mm -hmm. been trending like this for a while. Then that's an even stronger confirmation. Um, Because of course people act differently for on a day-to-day basis. So if there's a consistent thread here, then that should tell you something. Yeah. Um, In her letter, she's talking about how her friends are like, he was totally flirting with you. If your friends are doing that all the time, they might not understand oh, what so flirting true. is. Or like, just, just be, be mindful of yeah. Be mindful of that too. Like, just because your drunk friend was like, "Oh my god, he is totally into you," like, doesn't necessarily mean he was. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt too. I I do definitely think that, um, in my experience, friends can do that as much honestly as they will just for fun. Um, yeah. And it's a lot easier for a friend to say that without really like closely examining it. Though on the flip side, I think sometimes you need someone that just has like a a loose outsider's perspective because sometimes it can be obvious from the outside when it's very cloaked 
you know, between the two. I don't, are there any flirtatious topics? Like things that you wouldn't normally bring up? Like things that you should either try to talk about if you want to flirt with someone or things that if they bring it up to you, that's how you know they're flirting? When you're just just sort of friends with someone, you maybe they sometimes they show up and they're like in the same friend circle, social circle as you, or uh, you've run into them at parties before. So you two know each other and you're friendly, but you're not like close friends. You generally talk about um, surface level conversational material, right? Like mm-hmm. how the weather, how, how's the day been? Like, what do you think of this party? Uh, you know, some event that's been going on, something like that. Things that like don't really involve like you. Like I, if, if I was me- running into someone at a party that I didn't know very well, I would not immediately jump into like asking them questions about themselves, right? Yeah. Like, like something easy, something surface. If you're meeting, if you're running into these type of people and they're striking up these conversations where they're asking you about like, uh, not like private information, but like they're asking you about things pertaining to you specifically. They're asking you questions that indicate that they've, they've retained like knowledge specifically about you that you, yeah. you've maybe mentioned in the past, um, and are showing are, are, they're asking you these to indicate that they are thinking about you, um, Yes. That can be like a, a good tell um, because you don't do that with just like, at least even me as an extrovert, I do not generally do that with people that I don't care. already consider myself. Yeah, that I don't care they about. They don't care lot, about. That I don't know very well because <laughs> um, it takes effort. It takes energy. And so in remembering these, those, these little personal details and asking you questions about them, you're showing that you've dedicated extra effort and energy to this person. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing that, it's probably because you like them, right? Yeah. And it could just be that they just really want to be your friend and are putting extra effort in there too. There's always that chance. But sometimes the courting towards a greater friendship is it is also similar towards the courting towards dating. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's probably ways to distinguish that as well, but it, a, a lot of it is just nuance. Yeah. I feel like I just weakened my position with that point. <laughs> no, that's cool. I was just trying to think of like how we became friends. Basically... I met you and I went, Henry, you're going to be my new best friend. And then I just. You took this very same approach <laughs> that you, you are wishing everyone would take where you just say like, I'm flirting with you because you just, you were just like, we're going to become best friends. And I had met you like twice. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and here correct. we are. <laughs> so that works too. Um, if you're not sure if they're flirting with you, but you would like them to be, just say, I'm flirting with you. Turn the tables on them. Let them know and see how they react. It can go really one of two ways. (laughs) Don't give up. There's no point in giving up. Never surrender. Never surrender. Um, Topics I should gravitate towards or away from. Um, Part of that part of that question makes me question: Are you flirting with them, or are you saying if you think someone's flirting with you, are there topics that you should gravitate towards or away from? If you think somebody's flirting with you. You, I don't know. Is it weird? When should you ask either for like a full name for a social media purpose or like a phone number? I feel like those are phone numbers to me definitely mean like I'm interested, but I don't know how you go about asking for that. Um, in like okay, a, I can, I can actually, I can answer that question and her question at the same time. Um, if if you think that they're flirting with you and you're into that, 
then you can gravitate the, the conversation towards something that you like a shared interest that you think you both will have. And as you're doing that, you can then trend if you want, you can transition the conversation to like, oh, yeah, let me get your number or let me get you on Instagram or something. And I can send you this link from this thing that we've been talking about, like the mm -hmm. top 10 best Zen gardens with bonsai trees. Like if that's what you've been talking about, then it's like, oh, OK, cool. Here's my info. And then you're both like giving an easy transition for you both to continue talking to each other um, in, a, in a context that seems justifiable on its own mm -hmm. um, without any like kind of awkwardness about it. Um, and then you're also opening the doors for them to then like continue the conversation with you over, you know, multiple days, which is a huge indicator that they are flirting with you because yes. there's not enough time in the day to just be talking to every random person you meet at a party day after day after day on social media or texting or what have you even if you are a massive extrovert i do this to honestly i do this to people i'm not flirting with <laughs> but i also do it to people i'm flirting with it's a great technique there you go i think we solved uh, it we yeah. did it i i hope that some of this advice was helpful to you ellen thank you so much for writing in yes thank you and i think that's that's our show yeah it's been good thanks for having me and me <laughs> Thank you to Matt for our theme song. It's a good song. It has no name. Um, <laughs> it's a good song. Um, thank you to Ellen. Thank you to Henry and Henry for both taking time out of their day You're to welcome. talk to me. You're welcome. Um, if you want to hit us up on social media, we have Instagram and Facebook. We are at Together Alone Pod. On Twitter, we are at Together Alone Pod. It's together without the er. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, advice, if you need advice, if you want to give us some red flags, green flags, yellow flags, informational flags, um, <laughs> send us an email. It's uh, togetheralonepod at gmail.com. And, you know, tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell random strangers on the street. Uh, if you think someone's flirting with you, bring up this podcast and how much <gasps> you love it and ask them if they love it. And if they say they do, it's they're lying because they've never <laughs> heard of it and they are and flirting with they're you. They're absolutely so that's flirting. A, that is a one-two punch and it's a victory for us all. Tell them, oh, give me your social media info. I'll send you the podcast link to my favorite episode. Boom. Perfect. Help us help you help us. And Olivia, don't forget to include all those awesome sound effects. It would be super weird if it's just me saying sound effects and you don't actually put them in. Uh, this has been our podcast. <laughs> Tell your grandma she smells nice. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>